We made a call early on that what we wanted to do is take our entire environment and transform it into a cloud. And we also wanted to do this without spending too much money. Hi, welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel's own IT organization. I'm Paul Langor. Today, we look into the cloud. That's the band Bad Brother Bronson with their song Fade to Gray. Laying down that bass line is Das Kamhaut. Das also plays keyboard, computer keyboard, in his day job. And uh, right now I'm, I'm, I'm clicking on our new virtual machine request button, and this brings up my, my view of what I need to fill out. So the first thing I'm going to fill Cam out... Cam Hout is the lead the IT engineer on the cloud the computing strategy at Intel. So this is in designing the company's transition to an enterprise private cloud, he and the rest of Intel IT faced a major challenge. Intel has 80,000 employees, roughly, spread across 143 sites and 62 countries. That's A.J. Chandramoli. Intel IT's Industry Engagement Manager. We have 6,300 IT employees across 56 global sites. So, you know, right there, you know, we don't have an, an IT office per every Intel office. Some more numbers for you. Of the company's 100,000 or so servers in 90-plus data centers, about 20% are dedicated to the office and enterprise space. So any enterprise-wide project would be vast and complex. And in creating this private cloud, Intel decided not to go greenfield, but to build out on existing infrastructure. Das Kamhout. We made a call early on that what we wanted to do is take our entire environment and transform it into a cloud. And we also wanted to do this without spending too much money. We're very, very cost uh, sensitive. You know, I look at the external public clouds and we really want to figure out how do we how do we have the same attributes that, that they provide to uh, people on the Internet, but provide that to my consumers internally? Intel did have an edge that other IT shops might not have. In 2006, the company created a batch computing framework for silicon design. We did this in the design grid space where the vast majority of, of Intel's server resources sit, and we have a very large environment run by a very small number of people with very high utilization. And we're able to apply a lot of those same principles for how we do our highly parallel batch computing and applying that now to the rest of the uh, Intel enterprise. As the Intel team turned to the office and enterprise space, the drive toward pervasive virtualization was a key part of the cloud computing strategy. The targets were pretty ambitious. Again, Das Kamhout. At the end of 2009, we were definitely far from being pervasive. We were running around 12% virtual in our office enterprise environment. So Right off the bat, we, we took some pretty heavy targets to establish a virtual factory, and we drove to 42% by the end of 2010. We have targets to hit uh, 75% within the next few years, uh, but we're also looking at even beyond there to say what's next, and is there is there really a reason we don't want to go full-bore virtualization across the office enterprise space? So the program is about halfway through its planned three-year phase-in, but improvements in efficiency are already apparent. Self-service provisioning is one of the most dramatic changes. Chandramoli tells us what it used to be like to request compute resources. You'd have to fill out a form and then have a meeting with an IT person, kind of evaluate it. Then from there, that IT person would evaluate it and then, you know, depending, approve it, uh, hopefully, uh, usually approve it, and then order the server. And, And then it took time to get the server in, to provision it, and finally it's about 90 days until the developer could start working. And now? It takes less than three hours. You go online, very simple, very basic. You request what you need, and you submit it. 
and all it takes is your manager's approval. So I go ahead and, and collect, select all, and then I'm going to submit it uh, to the portal. And uh, what will happen then is I'll basically get an email in a little bit basically telling me that uh, my virtual server is ready. The savings are dramatic. The operations team is now more or less out of the picture when it comes to provisioning. It takes less time for the employee requesting the services. And customers are less likely to over-request when there's so much flexibility in a virtual environment. Camout also says service and upgrades are now a different game altogether. With a physical server, you know, if you have to make an upgrade or if there's a failure on a component, in the past, uh, the app people had to, you know, basically take a downtime or build in more expensive, high availability solutions to minimize the impact of that change. Uh, we've abstracted that from them too. So we actually, we make changes all the time underneath them and they don't even know it. All of this allows IT workers to focus its energies more effectively. To work more in the application and the data space, which is becoming more and more of a, a growing problem to address and, and becoming you know, an even more important aspect of, of IT. So moving into the information space, which is really what people want uh, from IT. AJ Chandramoli says what employees have seen from Intel IT is just a start. And one of our visions here at Intel is to you know, eventually have a cloud infrastructure that's client-aware. So it knows, first of all, what device is requesting the information. First of all, what device, you know, how much battery life does it have, what's the screen size, so that you can, the server will automatically be able to give the end user the right experience, the best experience, depending on the device it has. Yeah, so I, I work for, uh, for challenges. That's, uh... <laughs> das Kamhout says he has his work cut out for him. I'll pre probably be very busy even for the next year as we, we continue to move up the stack in cloud. So it's been exciting to be on the bleeding edge, but... Whenever you're on the bleeding edge, there, there is blood involved and, and there's, uh, there's pain and, and complexities. But he'll probably find time somewhere to keep rocking. For more information on cloud computing and other IT stuff, go to www.intel.com slash IT. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Landford.